Hello and welcome to the Turned On Podcast. I'm Angelique Nori and my husband David and I have made it our mission to break the darkness by flipping the switch on the four most important areas of your life in health, relationships, business, and in faith. And sometimes the light in the world and in your life can go dim, either from the intrusion of technology or simply because society is so driven by instant gratification. It's our mission to help people see that we're hardwired for connection and that the best things in life come when we turn on the light to see with new eyes the opportunity that exists just a flip away. So if you're ready to stir your spirit, open your eyes, and profit in all areas of your life, then let's get turned on. Here we go. All right, welcome back to the Turned On Podcast. As you may know, I am Angelique Nori, and I am flying solo today without my spouse. He is still, you guys, writing this book. For the love of all that is holy, when this man finishes this book, please buy it, (laughs) because I need to take myself and him on a vacation or something, because he has just absolutely been at war at war spiritually with this thing for a year now. So you got to think he released his last book, May, 2020. And here we are February, 2022. And he's at the end of um, finishing up the editing of this second book. So he's written two books in two years. I haven't seen him. (laughs) He's, he's a different man since pouring his heart and soul out into this. So it's coming out soon. It will be called in pursuit and it's all about biblical prosperity, not the prosperity gospel guys, two totally separate things. This is biblical prosperity and you're going to have some feathers ruffled. He's going to be talking about a lot of truth and it's going to be really interesting to see all the things that we somehow miss because of the wrong information that we're receiving from the world every single day. But as you know, what we do here on this show is try to bring the truth every time, all the time, because it's the right and the only thing to do. And that truth comes from the one and only word of God from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I have someone I am really, really excited to chat with you today, um, chat with here today on the show. And here's the cool part. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Like, I think it has, I think our lives were better off without it for so many reasons, just with, you know, togetherness and being able to really pick up the phone and have a conversation with people and kids making eye contact and all that stuff. As you know, technology has its slippery, slippery slope. And we know social media is one of that. But it also is a place where we're bringing the word to the marketplace, like the online space, the marketplace, social media. And that's what it is. It's a ministry. This is our ministry. Our podcast is our ministry. Our social media platforms are our ministry. And the young lady that I get a chance to talk to today has a ministry as well. And her name is Kristen Young. I am so excited. We and I got, we just got connected like randomly. I still can't remember how I found her, but I started following her. I'm like, yes, this girl talks truth. She says what it is and she doesn't mince words. She calls things out the way they need to be called out. She does it with love. She talks about really hard topics. I've seen some really, really controversial hard topics that she brings once again with truth and love. Um, She's a stay-at-home mom of four. She has a newborn right now. So she just had another little itty bitty and she's a podcaster and speaker speaker. And she and her husband, Justin have been married for almost eight years and live in Arkansas. Um, she has a passion. And this is why I'm excited 
She has a passion for encouraging women in biblical motherhood, marriage, and finding Jesus in the ordinary moments of life. And this struck a chord with me. And I'll tell you why really quick before I get a chance to get her to talk on here. But for me, I'm an, I'm an achiever. Like I is, if you know me, I'm very like just type a achiever and I've always achieved and I've always been a goal setter and I've always gone after things and, and tried to go at the top of my game with whatever it is. But sometimes that cost me something. That's why I'm so passionate now about like never, ever, ever costing you your peace, your marriage, your home team, and your identity for the sake of success in anything. And in the women's female empowerment movement that is rampant right now, as as much as I believe in that Esther movement, as much as I believe in powerful women and biblical um, women that are strong role models for our girls, there's also a slippery slope there. Like whatever God does, the devil tries to counterfeit, right? And so there's this slippery slope and we often end up finding ourselves in it. And we start to believe this lie that anything but hustling till your eyes bleed and building this empire and all these things is not enough. And if we find ourselves in mundane moments, like buried in laundry or dishes or housework or kids or whatever it might be, we find ourselves feeling like we're behind. And what I love is Kristen really brings that to the surface and says, "Uh uh-uh, like this is the most important thing that you need to be focused on. And that's biblical. So you can be an empowered female as she is, and I believe she is, um, in, a, in the most beautiful way, um, and still honor the divine order that God had set before us, which is what you hear me talk about all the time, um, and I'm obsessed about. By the way, our brand new site is finally here, guys. It is live, turnedon.com is live. It is relaunched, and you can download the divine order. It is your blueprint for peace and prosperity and purpose for free. So go ahead and check it out. But I want you to hear from Kristen. Kristen Young, welcome to the Turned On Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here with us. I'm so excited to be on the podcast today, and I am so excited that we've gotten connected. And thank you for that intro. I feel like you sounded, made me sound a little bit cooler than maybe I really am. So, <laughs> She's very cool. Do not, <laughs> do not let her fool you and earn her humility, but... <laughs> Christian, we always I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we always ask our guests um, about their turned on moment, and you know, I shared that with you before. I'm sure you have many, but I believe that God wakes us up, you know, softly, and He also wakes us up, uh, you know, harshly. And it, we find ourselves in a new position that we pivot, and we're onto assignments that He has us in right now. And you've definitely got one. So maybe share with us like one of your more pivotal, pivotal uh, turned on moments. Yeah, sure. So, um, uh, yes, there are several that I have. Um, there are two in particular that go together, um, specifically for sharing the message that I have on social media and then how I got to that message, if that makes sense. So several years ago, see, our oldest is only six in May. So I, I became a mom almost six years ago. And now my personality is I love spontaneity. I love adventure. I love the next best thing. I love going and doing. Like I've always kind of been that way. I've always been down to, you know, in college, you know, if we were like going to take a road trip at like 1 a.m. It's like, yeah, I'm, you know, put me in the front seat. So I've always been like on to the next thing. And so I, it, we uh, got pregnant and uh, it was a surprise. We knew we wanted to have kids eventually, but it was a surprise. Um, and so I, 
started staying home after he was born. And it was about a year into motherhood. And I was trying to chase all of these other extracurricular things, which nothing wrong, you know, nothing wrong with that with, you know, moms who have a side business or whatever. But I just, I, I was looking to all of these um, activities, I guess you would say, all these activities, all these things to just um, almost like make my life seem more exciting than I thought that it was. Wow. Now, don't get me wrong. Being a mom is, was exciting for sure. But it, I was like, is this all that I do every day? Like I take care of a baby and I do the laundry and I do the dishes. And I was like, what is my life? You know, Mm -hmm. like an identity crisis almost. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so it was about, you know, a year, year and a half in where God almost just smacked me in the face with this is your life now. Like you are raising children and, or you're raising this, this little child and you are off trying to find satisfaction and glitter and glamour and all these other side things because you're not being content with where I have you now. And it wow. just was a it was a it was a very hard um, lesson to learn because I ran from it for a while. Um, and and God just kept reminding me over and over and over again, like. It is like this is what this is what it's about. It's about the little moments. It's life is not always an adventure. Life is not always these mountaintop, you know, experiences. It's you know what you're doing is repetitive, and it's every day. And nobody comes to your house and applauds you, and nobody you know pays you money to do this, and no one um, is going to see the sacrifices that you make in the middle of the night when you're up every three hours feeding your baby. Mm. And it was continually through those that God just continued to remind me. And this is, this is a consistent message that has been like hammered into my mind just continually over the past you know, several years of being a mom is just this constant, like it is about the ordinary moment. Like it's not about escaping to find other things where I'll get applause or, um, you know, notoriety or whatever. It's, it's just about these moments and these, these moments, these everyday moments is what shapes us. Like that is what shapes me. That's where God speaks to me. That's where God, that's where I talk to the Lord. You know, I'm folding a, a, a basket of laundry. Like that's where I feel the Lord, you know, reminding me of his truth. And so, so that was one of those moments. That was a turn on moment of the message that he has continued to remind me of was just, you know, early on in motherhood saying like, stop chasing all these things. That's not what I've called you to right now. Mm. Like, not that there's anything wrong with those, but it's just not the time. Like, this is what I've called you to. And then, um, so, so that was the message and that's what he's just been working in me for so long. And then it was in March of, let's see, 2021. Yeah. So it's March of last year. And I mean, we all know what kind of year 2020 was. And so, um, uh, towards the end of now I had had a, a smaller platform, um, for a couple of years and nothing that I had sought out, like it literally God had put it in my lap. Like just, I'd never thought to be a, you know, quote unquote influencer. I wouldn't even still, I still wouldn't even consider myself that today. Um, oh, but, but I, mm-hmm. in, in, a, in an online ministry type way, influencing yeah others um I guess different than the world standard totally yeah um 
And so I never sought that out and he just dropped it in my lap. And so I didn't really know, you know, like kind of what to do with it. So I just would, I guess, post, you know, just whatever here and there. That wasn't really a strategy much to it. I just would post scripture. I'd post what I felt the Lord was saying to me and, or I would post you know something encouraging or I'd post a random picture of my kids. Anyway, so I was just, that's kind of how I viewed social media. And then after all of this stuff happened, with the election and with 2020 and with you know COVID and all, all of that mess of 2020, I took time off social media to just ask God, like, God, what do you want? Like, what do you want to, how do you want to use me on this platform? I know that you have given this to me. I want to steward it well, but I don't have clarity. Like, I don't have clarity and I don't do well when I don't have clarity. Yeah. And so I took about four months off of social media. And then in that four months, God very specifically. Now there's there's only a handful of times that I can like count to I cannot like I without of a shout with a without a shout of a doubt, I know that God spoke this. And so this is one of those moments when he said, Kristen, I've given you this platform like I've given you this influence, this this circle of influence. And when you get back on social media, I want you to speak the truth. To speak the truth, even if it's hard, and I'm going to give you what you need uh, when you, you know, are doing it. And so I was like, okay, you've got it, God, sure. And so whenever I got back on social media in March, that was when I uh, started just speaking truth about hard things and um, started talking about the topics that I kind of shied away from um, online because uh you know, they're kind of taboo. Um, and so, but things I was, I was passionate about like in real life, but I just kind of shied away from it on social media. Mm. And so, uh, March of 2021, whenever I got back on social media, um, I had a very, like a very clear vision. That was like a turned on moment of, I know what I'm here for. I know what my purpose is on social media. I have clarity with my message and I am ready to do this with purpose and with strategy. So I would say that those two moments are, and they converged to now where we are, like where I'm at now. Yeah, they're very clear. Like, you know, as you just walked us through the, both of those moments, um, I can see exactly how how beautifully they got cross-pollinated and they're married now um, into what you bring to the world. Because that's, that's how I, you know, if you'd asked me, if you had asked me, like, what do I think, you know, brought you to this point, I probably would have, you know, said that you were an adventurous, you know, really funny, like big personality, you know, person that likes to seek, you know, having fun and doing different things and excitement. My sounds a lot like my husband. Like he's like this big, bright <laughs> yellow personality. I'm like, oh my gosh, not everything is fun. <laughs> we have to understand there's mundane that we have to keep. Um, but, yeah. and when he's not in that place, it is, like this it just takes all the winds out of his soul, let alone his sails. But, um, you know, what you just said, I would, it would absolutely I mean, just make so much sense for how you have built what you have built and what you say and how important it is, especially for this time and season. So I have a couple of questions. I wrote a couple of things down as you were talking, you said you had a platform kind of dropped in your lap. Can you tell us a little about like what, what that means? Like did a, did you accidentally grow a platform or was it 
something handed to you or how did you get to a point where you had a small audience? I mean, right now I'm looking at Instagram and you have over 30,000 eyeballs on you. And, um, I don't know if you're on Facebook or not, because I haven't even looked to be honest, but where did that platform, was that the platform you're talking about or did it grow since that moment when you said he kind of dropped this in your lap that you had to steward well? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a, it's a random story. Um, and it, so, okay. So it was in about, I guess, 2016. So it was when it was the year that our oldest was born and, um, we ended up having our baby shower aired on, um, a TV show. Oh my gosh. And so it, it's so random. Like it's, it's so random. We were, we ended up like we lived in um, Fayetteville, Arkansas when we opened up a restaurant. That's also another story. We used to be in the restaurant industry. Um, wow. anyway, but so we, we opened up this restaurant in Fayetteville, Arkansas and we had uh, met some friends, became friends with some people up there. And turns out they threw a surprise baby shower for us that ended up being on a TV show. So, we ended up being on TV and that was where a lot of, I would say, I mean, a lot of, you know, the beginning followers, like 6,000, mm-hmm. which is a lot, you know, it's quite a bit, but um, kind of influx there. And that yeah. was, you know, I guess keep being associated with that. Um, that's where some of it came from. And so like overnight, you know, after this show aired, like the episode aired, like overnight, I had like you know, 6,000 new people, like on my Instagram, I was like, wow. what are you doing here? Like, wow. You know, I don't, I don't have anything cool to say. I don't, <laughs> you know, and that was back when I was like posting a picture of like, you know, a bagel for breakfast or something, you know, like yeah. that was like when I did not, no like I yeah. didn't, right. I did not really care about social media. And honestly, if I didn't have such a clear calling from the Lord that I felt that I feel like I would probably not be on social media. Um, so that's kind of how I viewed it back then was it, you know, it was just kind of there and I was like on it sometimes. And anyway, so almost like overnight I had all, all these new followers that were like almost, I don't want to say expecting something from me, but it was like they were here for a reason yeah. now. Yeah. And I, you know, I, it just still like baffled me just, I don't know, every day that I would wake up, I was like, you know, I'd have, some new followers like what are y'all doing here like I do not have anything cool to say and so anyway so when I say God dropped it in my lap he literally like dropped like literally put it in my lap because that was nothing I had even considered I didn't even know what an Instagram influencer was um and so that's kind of how it unfolded and so I didn't really do a whole lot with it in the beginning um because I just one, I didn't really know what to do. Mm. And two, I didn't really, you know, I didn't really know like what I was going to say. And so I just kind of let it sit for a little bit and I would just, you know, post random things here and there. And then, um, I guess as time went on, I started to, you know, just post scripture or post, uh, you know, just kind of some encouraging things. Cause I realized these people were not going away like they were going to stay there. And I said, well, I mean, I guess if they're here and they're, you know, here for a purpose and they are following me, then I might as well just, you know, give them something like give them something encouraging, give them some truth or, and so I just kind of started posting things like that. And honestly, over time, I mean, it slowly grew because I wasn't really using any strategy. And then 
I think in 2019, I hit 10,000 followers. So um, when I hit that, that was when I really, in 2019, that was when I was really like, okay, like, I'll, you know, I'll really, I'll like take this kind of seriously. Like I'll, I'll, I'll start doing some strategy. And so that was, I guess 2019 was when I really started to um, be a little bit more strategical with it, to view it as an online ministry, to view it as um, a place where, you know, people could come and read the word of God or hear what God had to say through his word. Um, And so, but still didn't, you know, still wasn't like aggressive with it. Just kind of here and there still. Um, and so it continued to grow, you know, over that year. And then it was in, uh, and then it was whenever I got, it was whenever I came back online after being off, like I was talking about in 2021. Um, and that was whenever God, and I think I was like at, at like maybe 12,000 at that point followers, um, last year. And so whenever I had a clear um, direction and I knew exactly what I was on social media for and I knew, you know, some like some tips and tricks on how to grow my page and stuff, um, that was whenever it really started to take off. Um, so I I guess ever since last year is when I started to be, I don't want to say aggressive with it because I still would not consider myself aggressive with it. I am trying to be more consistent with it. Consistent and intentional. But, um, yeah. Yeah, trying to be more intentional with it. Um, well, let's talk and, about that. But, because you said, yeah. you said, you know, in the beginning, you're like, you didn't have a strategy. Um, but, you know, now, and I look at it, and you're, it's, it's, it's homemaker, truth speaker, Jesus, motherhood, marriage, natural living. It's not the, um, it's not the, the bio that most people will tell people that are trying to get into niche places. Um, you know, I help blank do blank, even with blank. And I know I've taught that many times. I think it's really helpful for people that are super niche specific. Um, but you have more of a foundational, you know, brand, um, which so do we, that's why I'm like here mm-hmm. to hear the turn on the lights and add some salt. Like, <laughs> let's talk about what that yeah. is, you know? And, um, you know, so we have a very similar, uh, platform or, you know, message to the world because it comes from, the one and only God. So our message is going to, it should be the same, you know, it should be if, if we're all, you know, understanding biblical truth. Um, but you obviously were doing these more mundane tasks and he clearly was, you know, speaking to you that this is where, you know, I have you now. So you've been given this platform, your platform's growing and you're in these mundane moments. Let me ask you that question because there's a lot of listeners right now, moms, especially, and, and I know there's a lot of side hustle moms on here. Um, and, I, while I love teaching business, because that's one of the things that he clearly gave me when you said that you've had very few moments, but you know, when it was really the Lord, like, you're like, okay, it was almost to the point where it was audible. Okay. So there was a moment in my life, um, because we are very immersed on the personal development side. And I mean, we've done it all, you know, all the things that I look back now and go, why, why, why did we spend our money to go do that? Um, but it was part of the story. It was like what he, you know, allowed us to go through so we could wake up to the fact that there's a large movement of people in the marketplace that are being given, you know, I would say valuable, you know, direction and advice, but in the world's eyes, like it still lacked the truth of God. And so I would sit in these things and events and listen to these, you know, seminars or, 
you know, gods with a little G, right? The gurus. And I'm going, wow, they just really extracted and diluted who God is. Like they, they might mention God and then they'll say, well, you know, source, universe, whatever you believe, the God of your understanding. And it's just like, okay, get, I understand that we're trying to make sure that, you know, we're careful or whatever, because this is a global audience or we don't know, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I'm like, what about me? Like, what about me? I'm sitting in the audience and I, I want to hear how, how God works on the mountain of business because Jesus went to the marketplace for his disciples. You know, he had fishermen and doctors and like, we have to remember that and tax collectors, like you have to remember that he was in the marketplace. He didn't go to the church to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't get yeah. rabbis. Like he got people that are working and that he helped mm-hmm. use their gifts. And so here you are working at home and Oh, by the way, what I was saying, like, I heard him audibly say to me, because I was so frustrated, I heard him go, put me in coach, put me in coach, like, because there were so many coaches, like coach this and coach that and life coach this and business coach that and you're going on like coach, 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 and I'm going, oh my gosh, and all I could hear was him say, put me in coach. And so ever yeah. since then, he has been like the headline of our business. And we are very clear, like we're going to give you business strategies, but we're going to do it on the foundation of biblical truth, period. And if you don't like mm-hmm. that, we're just not for you. Like that's the salt. Um, yeah. And so when I hear you share this and I, and I look at your platform, and I look at everything you share because you've, like you said, you're, you're building up the, the moments between the moments. Like that's what we talk about. It turned on like the moments between the moments, the, the mundane stuff that we're missing because we're just filling our eyeballs and our earballs and everything with what the world is distracting us with. And we're missing the in-between and these little in-between moments, these ordinary things that you're talking about, you have made such a beautiful, create such beautiful measure. God's created such beautiful measure out of what you're doing, but you had somewhere and you've said it already, you had strategy. So that's what I, you know, really want to hear from you is all these women, you know, that feel this, that they have these side hustles or, but they also love being home with their kids and they don't want to miss that. And they don't want to do it the world's way. What is, what is the strategy behind that? Because You've made it very clear of, you know, being, you know, Jesus, real motherhood, real marriage, natural living. You made it real clear that it's in the ordinary stuff, right? The ordinary stuff. But how do you strategize in a way that the world receives it without being worldly? Mm -hmm. So tell us about like where these tips come from. Tell us like what that looks like for you now. And so that it doesn't take up so much bandwidth as you're building this and influencing people and growing a, a you know, a business essentially. Um, yeah. So that you continue to honor the things that are so beautiful yet so ordinary that you're trying to tell people to, to keep their eyes on. Yeah. So I definitely want to start out and say, I am not perfect at it at all. Um, I fail so much and have to be reined in so much mm-hmm. by the Lord. Um, and so I just want to get that out there. So any moms are listening, you know, if you are just don't, you know, we, we beat ourselves up so much. Um, and so, uh, we've got to, we got to, uh, embrace the grace that the Lord has given, that the Lord has given. And, um, so yeah. Um, so I, well, the, the first and the foundational thing for strategy when it comes to social media, and I don't know if this would really be technically considered a strategy, but it is, you know, social media has its place in our family and the place is not first. 
That's right. It's the, the first thing is our home. And so if our home is, you know, chaotic and, well, let me backtrack. If I'm spending so much time on social media and, you know, trying to contribute to that world, um, that I'm neglecting the real world and our home, our home starts to feel chaotic. Mm. And I can say that because I have been in those places where I've like been, you know, getting likes and shares and have momentum. And so it's nice to have that uh, applause per se. And so to get sucked into that world that like, you know, it, there's days where I have laundry piling up because I have not done it because I've spent time doing this instead of what my primary role is. Does that make sense? It, not only does it make um, sense, it's when I just introduced you, when I said the divine order, I talked very specifically about this in, in our teaching, um, which was revealed to me through uh, God's word in Genesis and how he created the heavens and the earth and all things living and in between. So, uh, and then marriage and being fruitful, fruitful and multiply. I specifically talk about this. I'm like, if you're living in chaos and your environment is upside down, the devil loves a mess. That's exactly where he will come in and start to steal mm-hmm. and destroy. And you just nailed it because that's, that's just a small strategy and a small example of how, why, and why your home, okay, your environment um, is an indicator of what things have gone upside down what things are out of the divine order because God mm-hmm. creates the devil counterfeits, right? If he, he inverts those things and that's an inverted measure right there. It's just, you, you nailed it by saying it has been in place of my primary role. So what do you do when you catch yourself yeah. in those moments? Yeah. So, so the strategy, I mean, the, the first strategy I think is, you know, is making sure that our home is a life giving place. Um, and so home is first and foremost, um, you know, my marriage, my, uh, relationship with my kids. Um, but above that is my relationship with the Lord. And, um, you know, I, I notice that when I am not spending time with the Lord, when I am not sitting in his presence and just soaking up being with him and hearing what he has to say, I am like dried up of ideas. Like, and, and I, <laughs> I know that he does that. Uh, but it's, and what, but whenever I feel myself and I spend time with the Lord, um, it's almost like the ideas just come more naturally and they, you know, more free, they more like free flow. And it's like, I don't have to like pull, like, I don't have to stress about, Oh my gosh, what am I going to post today? You know, what am I going to, I I don't know what to do. I have to stop you because you just hit a, man, we're going to be best friends. Wait till I talk about this all the time. (laughs) I talk about this all the time because it's, it's like his, his favor is all over in your flavor, right? And so the, the flavor that you bring is because you have been in his, his grace. Like you've been in his favor, you've been in his presence. And that's how you get even more clarity on things like your message and business and what you're building and how, how you stay consistent with that. And I notice this exact same thing all the time, Kristen. Like when I am overwhelmed, when, when my divine order is literally upside down and my whole life is looking in like culture up versus kingdom down, I immediately am like, I got, I'm fresh out of ideas. I got nothing. I just got absolutely nothing. I have so much to do. I don't know where to start to do it. And then, you know, my husband feels it. My kid, my kids feel it. We're all feeling it. And it's because we haven't even taken the time. And so I loved what you just said there because you were, it was like, everything's dried up. You know, there's no fruit. There's just no, no fruit in it. And when you spend time with him, 
that starts to free flow. So I wanted to pause there for a second because I think that was really worth reminding our listeners again, because so many people come here that um, for for biz, like biblical business, but with also honoring, you know, that home, like how beautiful did you put that? Um, just by saying like, if you feel dried up with this right now, it's because we missed a step <laughs> and it's a really big one. <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to stop you, but is. I needed to stop you. So I apologize. Yeah, no, I'm glad you did. I, I, I like that you hit that home. Um, because, and it, I mean, I've learned, I've had to learn the hard way so many times because like I said earlier, our house will be chaotic and yeah. I will feel stressed and our laundry is through the roof. And, you know, it just, it does not feel like a life-giving place. So to have a life-giving home is, you know, to practice off screen, what I put on screen mm-hmm. um, is huge. And so that is, it, that's the number one is, um, relationship with the Lord and our, and our home is life giving. Um, and then, and, and, you know, that way, what, what I put online is just an overflow. It's more of the, you know, authentic, um, spill out from what the Lord has been teaching me. And, you know, to, to contrast that early on when I was trying to get into this, you know, whatever influencer game, and I was doing it more as like a, an influencer this was, you know, several years ago, or I guess since 2019, mm-hmm. you know, I had the, the brand send me things and, and they weren't really things that fit into my, my niche. They were just, you know, it was like, Oh, like this is what I'm supposed to do as an influencer. But it felt so, uh, I don't know, fake because yeah. it's just not what I was passionate about. It's not, it was not a spillover from our home to, um, the screen. And so it, and so I, I don't do that anymore. Um, but I, you know, specific ones that, that fit into our lives, but, um, you know, and so that was, that was a, a learning curve too. Is just, you know, is what I put online, I want to practice offline, yes. um, and to practice it. And that's the harder part is because, you know, you don't get likes on when you get up early to spend time in the word like you don't get reshares of when you um are like you know crying out to the lord because you just messed up and had to apologize to your kids like you don't it's just there's Mm. so much that's just not seen in the real life um but like that's where we have to get it right um Mm. because you know if there i know there's a quote and i'm gonna i'm gonna botch it i can't even remember who it's from um, but I've heard it before and it stuck with me is, um, just the idea of like the world loving you, but your family hating you. Mm. Um, and it's like, you know, are you putting out to the world, this version, um, of yourself that is not what your family is getting uh, or that is something different than your family is getting. And so that I've always thought about that, you know, I want my, like, I, I want to, be genuine and authentic and Christ-like to my family, which is much harder to do than online Um, because, you know, you can easily type up flowery words and, you know, put stuff out there. Um, But in the home is a lot more unfiltered. So, um, yeah. So we, um, the turned on method, which we're in the middle of uh, launching right now. So for our listeners that have been waiting for that, you can jump on turnedon.com and uh, the turned on method uh, is right there under, you know, see clearly. And uh, we specifically cover this topic. Um, what you just said, and I'm not even sure the quote or who it came from either, but is a 
it's the same philosophies. Again, this is biblical truth. This is why it's it's so important to hear and reiterate. Uh, the world might like you, but your family hates you. You know, or or it's just a it's just a, um, a very inconsistent representation of what's really going on. And uh, one of the other things that was very clear to me that the Lord pressed on our hearts, we to the point where we actually walked away from um, all of our income when we were partnered with another company and uh, went down to zero dollars, <laughs> January 31st, 2020, um, right before the pandemic hit. So I was like, did we miss your, did we miss your directive, God? Because you just shut the whole world down and we were supposed to just kind of, move <laughs> by. Uh, we needed to still go back to work. So how are we going to do that? Um, but what you just said was a huge part of why we felt compelled was um, the level of, I don't want, for lack of a better term, there's this idolatry, you know, that comes with building empire type businesses. And, uh, mm-hmm. there is a, a celebrity of some sort to it. And our friends that run a company called famous at home is like the greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is the one through your front door. And it's exactly what, what you're saying here, because for us specifically, we saw marriages fail and break up. We saw children neglected and shuttled all over the world. Um, we're off, you know, off with nannies and family members. And that's fine. Cause we had to do it at some point, but why? Like, did I really, did I really, or was it just because I was doing it because I felt like I had to in order to, you know, sacrifice now for freedom later. That was just this theme. And finally we realized we had to sever it because it was destroying everything, um, that we, that we built it for. Like it was like in spite of the exact things that we said that we were doing it for. And so what you just said is so important to, again, just reiterate to our listeners. Um, if your home is not life-giving, you know, if, if you lose the respect, you know, of your children because your eyes aren't on them and they're on, but they're on, you know, a worldly pursuit or, or your marriage or like, you know, two ships passing in the night, like, like Tamia said, there's a stranger in my house, <laughs> you know, like yeah. we have to yeah. remember there is stuff that is happening all around in homes right now more than ever. And that's a really, really, really important piece because everyone's kind of yeah. competing, you know, competing for this online space to, to provide for their families, but at what cost? So how do you balance mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to balance because, you know, you've got, uh, this pull and this tug to gratify self. Um, and, but also to, you know, I mean, I guess for lack of better terms, um, like make a name, for yourself and it's not always that but you know there there's an element of that of like you know for like building a business um and there's just always a pull and a tug to to go towards the things that are um not god's original design um or like you know getting the order out of whack um and so for for balancing it is and like I said, like I am not great at this and I'm constantly having to be reined back in and reminded. Um, but whenever my kids are awake and whenever, um, you know, they're playing, whenever we're spending time together, I try not to be on my phone. So I'll have like a set time in the morning, like whenever they're kind of just a natural progression of the day. We kind of have like a loose routine that we follow every day and so they kind of know what to expect and I kind of know what to expect and so um, whenever they are independently playing like you know all together um, 
in the mornings, kind of after we've done our chores, that's a time that I will like get on and check social media and then um, I'll put it away whenever we're doing school. Um, we are, we're homeschooling our oldest right now. Um, and so whenever we're doing school, you know, I'll, I'll put it away. And we're at meal times, we don't have our phones, my husband and I. And um, during nap time, when our kids are sleeping, is when I do social media stuff. So that's <laughs> when I'll film a reel or that's when I'll post to Instagram. Um, and so I try to limit my time and I, I want to say that I'm great at it but I'm not and there's and now that I'm nursing our newborn it's very tempting and very easy and I have really fallen into the trap of like just kind of the scroll yeah uh, because I'm sitting there for like yep. 30 minutes and yep. I'm, I'm nursing her and so and that's when I always kind of fall back into you know needing to put parameters so this is a reminder to myself as I'm saying this right now is putting parameters around it and reading a book instead or you know so anyway. interesting. So, I, um, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I just, um, I'm, I'm writing your, you know, everything that you've put down here because it's, I'm, I'm, I'm almost just surprised that we're just now meeting. <laughs> um, I know, but which is cra- crazy because everything that you've said is things that, you know, that we teach and we strive for and we get wrong all the time. Okay. And I said, get wrong. Like we, we find ourselves in the slip. Um, but I, I tell, you know, all of my uh, colleagues and partners and even the people that follow us, I'm like, I have built my business at nap time, period. Like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. and that's where we go. I call it MIA. That's where I go MIA and MIA is maximum impact activity right now. Like when it comes to business, this is where I go MIA and it has to be done in this certain amount of time. So you have to have strategy around that. You need to have clarity. You really, really need to have clarity and a plan. And so I love that. That's a thing. You, you got really clear. You know, the Lord made it very clear what you were supposed to be doing. He also gave you a platform to do it on. Um, and then you you knew the order that needed to be honored so that your life-giving home was being practiced as what it was, as you know, as offline as it would looked on online. And um, and you have these parameters around. But I, you know, I think all the time because I'm still nursing our one-and-a-half-year-old and it's the trap, you know, like your phone's just in your hand. And I'm thinking, what if she just wanted to look at me right now? You know, like, mm-hmm. where's my eyes and attention? What if, she, what if she just wants me to talk to her and make her laugh? You know, because she's, she's a, a, got a big personality already. So all these things that you're saying, I, I just, they're so convicting on so many levels. And I know if I feel it, because we're super intentional about it, I know many, many, many people are feeling it. And I just think it's such a beautiful reminder um, to take us back you know, take us back to his order. So what, tell us, Kristen, you know, with all of this set, cause we homeschool as well. Um, you have all this going on. You, you've, you're building a life giving home. Um, it's real motherhood, real marriage, natural living all in the foundation of Jesus. Um, and there has to be, obviously there's a king, there's a kingdom goal, obviously like we want to minister to people. But is there some practical goals? I mean, do you feel okay even saying that? Like you've got merchandise. You've got, you know, the idea of potentially building a a business out of this through that influence and seeing what God does with it. So I think we also need to talk about the fact that some people might feel like it's not okay um, to use this space to provide, you know, an income for their family. And I, I think it's maybe a topic that we should touch. So t- can you 
maybe touch on that a little bit? We know it haven't really brought this up, but I'm curious what you feel. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you asked that because, um, I know we've talked about strategy and, um, I've implemented strategy, you know, at, at times in my social media and try to be more intentional, but, uh, even more now than ever, um, now that I have a, like a podcast I just launched a few months ago, um, I'm, I'm trying to be even more intentional of, and, and some goals that I have are, you know, I would love for this to um, bring in income for our family and provide in a, in a new way, like in another way. And I've, I've always had like odd, like a random jobs on the side, you know, like on the side that are um, just that bring in a little bit of money, you know, whether it's um, doing social media for someone or anyway, just kind of random things. But I'm trying to, uh, you know, create this merchandise that goes along with the message of, um, you know, this intentional motherhood and this, this motherhood in the mundane. And so I just put out a sweatshirt online and, and a T-shirt that says make the days count, um, you know, just a reminder to make the days count to to the days that we are so you know, like flooded with overwhelm or, you know, just what am I doing? Like, why, why is life like this sometimes? And um, just making the days count because they're limited with our kids and they go so fast. Mm. Um, so, yeah, is I, I would love to, you know, be able to build this into like a small business and create a, um, a stream of revenue for our family and contribute in that way. Um, and so that's one of the goals. And so that's, I'm trying to do some merchandise and get that kind of rolling. And, um, and that is in line. And then also I would love, 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 love. And I felt God say, like, I, I know that this will happen eventually because I, I felt the stirring for a while. I felt the calling for a while. It just hasn't felt like the time yet. Um, but I would love to speak. Like I would love to travel and speak. Now, whether that looks like to a crowd of 10 women or, you know, 10 people or 10,000, which is crazy to think about, but I would love to speak. I, I could talk to a brick wall. I could talk all day long. And so, and, and then whenever you couple it with talking about, um, the Bible and motherhood and marriage, and um, all the things I love to talk about, I could talk for years, I feel like. So um, I would love to eventually speak. I'm actually going to, you know, I'm starting to work on putting out, like putting together, like I'm starting to revamp my website. I have a website. I'm trying to kind of rebuild it and restructure it. I'm rebranding a little bit. Um, and I would love to put on there like a, a uh, request form you know to to come speak which I told my husband I'm like I feel so silly wanting to put that out there because it's it's not because I think of myself as like so important that I have so many important things to say you know like not at all I would <laughs> not even not. close but I just I know that God has given me the yeah. gift of um teaching and uh, like in speaking yeah. and I've always loved it and I I am it fills my cup. I just, it does. My cup overflows whenever I talk to people. I'm an extrovert to the core. So just talking to like right now, when I'm talking to you, you know, through the phone on for this podcast, like I am so energized. Yeah. Um, it's funny. So that's another goal. 
I, I'm listening to you and um, probably a good 10 minutes ago, I was sitting here thinking about our, uh, n- our next live event, you know, cause we had one pre pandemic and then we were supposed to schedule one the following year. And obviously we didn't do it. And then we sold our house and we haven't really had any stability. So I was just thinking when our next live event was going to be, I'm like, she would be a great speaker. So here you are saying that coming out of your mouth and the Lord is the Lord is, he's got a great sense of humor. I love when he does that kind of thing. Cause I was just thinking to myself, she would be great, um, to teach, you know, mothers. And I, and I really have a heart for, um, women, and I think about like, what's the turned on woman look like? You know, she's not a man eater. <laughs> she, this is biblical. Yeah. She's on fire for the Lord. You know, she, she loves and cherishes her family. Um, but, but she has moves to make, you know, and those moves are going to be very meaningful. And so I think about um, who would, who represents that well. And you obviously have uh, such a beautiful take on, on this piece of it. So uh, this won't be our last conversation. That's for sure. Um, oh, I could cry. <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, I, I just, the Lord has obviously done something really special with you. And, um, I have a big, big heart for speaking too. That's when I feel most energized and teaching, um, especially when it's topics that I, you know, I know he's called me to. So you and I share that, that same vein. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's not because you, again, it's not like, oh, I have so much to say. No, it's like, there's his, his spirit is literally running through my DNA. Like, begging me to open my mouth and surrender my tongue for that particular message. And so I know that feeling it's very, it's energizing and it's all, it's almost like you can't help yourself. Like you just, yes. it's, it's like it wants to come bursting out of your, your pores <laughs> and you're like, I just know that they could be so blessed by what the Lord is asking me to do here. So that's yes. such a beautiful call on your life. And, um, and you know, it's an, again, an Esther call, like she had to speak up, you know, we were created for such a time as this. So, you know, really understanding like where does, what about now has God pressed that on your heart? Because I think the world needs it more than ever in the times that we're in. Um, families need it more than ever. And the times the nuclear family is under attack, you know, our you know freedom of, you know, speaking truth is under attack. Like this is, this is, and this is not my truth or her truth or their truth or someone else's truth. It's like the truth, you know, there's a big, yeah. big, big difference and that's mm-hmm. under attack. So we just really have to press in at this time because he's calling, you know, us. And I say us because I feel the same things and share the same sentiments. He's, he's really calling us to why are we here right now? And we have to ask ourselves that question. Why are we living through these times? It's certainly not for us to sit around um, scrolling social media, you know, yeah. because that's another mm-hmm. waste of his time mm-hmm. <laughs> and his gift and yeah. talents into you. So you've done a beautiful job of, you know, again, just reminding women, you know, and, and families, like what the, one of the most important assignments that we have is in our home. Uh, so I just commend you for that because I think it's, it's counterculture and, um, it's something that is needed now more than ever, like really more than ever. I know you've got all kinds of stories, probably juicy stories, you know, about marriage and about the nuclear family. Because I remember just seeing things pop up from time to time on your feed that we probably have you back for, um, if you if you were open to. But you know, what what would you say? Like your, you know, what are you do? What what do you feel God is doing right now? Like what what do you feel He's doing right now? And with your assignment and just 
with the sifting of the world as it is right now, like this is your opportunity to just kind of put every, lay it out there. Like what, what do you feel he's doing right now? And what do you, what do you think we should be focused on? Yeah. Um, goodness. <laughs> that's a loaded question. Um, and that's an exciting question too. Um, I, I think there are two, I guess two, two answers. Um, one, I guess personally in, mine and Justin's life is so we we have this is like a whole other you know topic the story episode whatever um but we have walked through um really hard things in our marriage and I know lots of married couples have walked through and had their hardships um Mm -hmm. and my husband is um four and a half years sober so and we're I mean I'm 29 so we went through that young um you know usually usually people are, you know, closer to middle age when they, uh, you know, get sober and that's, that's just general. Um, and so he got sober whenever he was, um, I guess 26. So, um, we have walked through a long road with that. And so we have a lot of, so we, our heartbeat is for marriages together. Um, and so he has a passion for biblical manhood and um fatherhood biblical fatherhood like what it looks like to uh invest in kids and to really cherish our kids and view them as a blessing and um and then i have a heart for uh biblical womanhood and biblical motherhood and so we know that like what we feel god doing now is god has been stirring inside of us for a while and just starting to reveal you know what we're gifted at what um uh what we're we're passionate about and then he's we can kind of see him starting to line up our vision and kind of converging our message and so personally like in our own family what we feel god doing now is continuing to stir however there's not clarity yet but we know justin i know that we're going to do something together one day Mm. um and i think it'll be centered around you know the whole physical womanhood and manhood and then fatherhood and motherhood. So, so just good. what that looks like. Um, and so that's, that's what we feel like God is stirring now. Like I said, we don't really have clarity on it just yet, but we do feel God working and stirring and um, it's exciting. So it's like, I don't really know what it's going to be, but we know we're going to do something together one day. Um, and so, and then on the other level, the other uh, answer would be what God is doing in the world um, and how, you know, and, and why I feel like he's given me this message now is, well, you do see such an attack on the nuclear family. I mean, from, I mean, you could, you don't have to look hard at all. No. You don't have to look, I mean, you don't have to look very far whatsoever. I mean, you, you turn can on see a cartoon. it in children's cartoons. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You turn on a cartoon and there's <sighs> such an attack on the family and um i mean just insane and it's you know even it going down to our kids and it's and it's you know gender and it's, oh, it's yeah. i mean the, the enemy is starting to come into our society where he where we've got like the very basics of male and female that are eroding in cultural you know definitions of we well, you can be whoever you want to be and Mm-mm. you know it's when when the enemy comes and starts to like um, chip away at the foundation of identity, like that is huge because 
if you don't know who you are, like male or female, and who God has created you to be, well, then how can you have a biblical marriage or a biblical family and then train up disciples to, you know, the next generation? And and so, I mean, that's huge. It's huge. And so to see what's going on in our world and to see um, just the censorship of truth, to see um, the just utter hate for truth, if I could be so bold to say that, um, and just to see how it's, you know, just ripping apart at the seams, and, and then also just to see, like, this whole wave of, you know, like progressive Christianity, and just all these things that are starting to seep into the church that um, I think have been for some time now, and now it's, like, a huge problem, and we're, you know, realizing it, and these things that have started to seep into the church, and so it's, I... <laughs> I am a very fiery person, um, like, especially on the inside, like I just get very passionate about things. And so to see all this happening and to know the word of God is like, no, these things don't line up. No. And like, you know, looking at other believers, not thinking that I'm elevated above them at all, but it's, you know, just like in scripture says to call out others, you know, like to call, to call it out, call it the false, the false gospel. And so that that is what I feel like doing. God is doing is I think He is. It feels like He is starting to um, kind of shake His church a little bit and remind His church of the truth of like, hey, you're letting too much. Like you're letting these these lies in, yep. and you're letting these things in, and we've got to stand for the truth. Um, and so that I feel like you know as Christians now um, and that's why I feel like my I feel so passionate about talking about biblical motherhood biblical womanhood biblical marriage because all of that is under attack and it's even you know seeping into the church and so I feel so strongly to speak out against it because you know you just see people succumb to the lies so often and so um, that is that's huge and so i i just i really have a passion you know in this day and age to tell people number one that's not the gospel you know like the prosperity gospel the progressive christianity gospel like that's that's not the gospel and then you know reminding like this is the gospel um and then also kind of trying to 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 point people in the direction of you know biblical family um as opposed to, you know, what's going on in our culture. So I hope that answers the question. It, it not only does, but it's, um, I mean, it's, it's literally the same conversations we have here in this house every day. Um, my husband is unbelievably passionate about this topic to the point where I have to rein him in. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, let's get, let's get clear of like, this is where he's calling us. Like, where are we, you know, where are we going to take it? Um, because it's a very very important topic right now. Um, it is, it's, it's tearing up the fabric of God's design. Um, and it's doing it. It's not doing it in little nooks and crannies anymore. It is right in front of our eyes, in front of our children's eyes. And it's sending very subliminal, sometimes very, um, overt messages to our kids. And we, we've got to get this under control. And we, the only way to do that is we take hold back of, you know, we take the family back, you know, um, 
we are able to inform them like what they need to be aware of. And you're right. You have to call out brothers and sisters. Like it is, it is a sin not to, you know, do not withhold that truth from brothers and sisters. And look, it is going to be their responsibility to repent and, and to turn back to the word or, uh, you know, turn their back on you. It's one or the other. And, but you have to remember that by in doing so that you're, you're doing the right thing uh, for the kingdom. And so I just, I commend you. I commend your courage. I commend your boldness. I, I commend your, uh, your direction, your calling, what you're doing. I think it's just an important work and, and it's not mundane. Like it might seem mundane and ordinary to so many people, but it is the crux of what we need to be focused on right now more than ever. Yes. We need to put food on the tables. Yes. We need to provide. Yes. Uh, you know, money is, is looked upon favorably in the, in the Bible. Money is talked about more than hell. Like we need to have the flow and circulation of money, but we need to do it with the, with the kingdom principles. And we need to understand that there is a marketplace out there that needs this word now more than ever. Like it is rampant with lies and rampant with tearing apart the nuclear family and rampant with political correctness and just rampant. It's, it's horrible. You can't even, you know, we got to find our people because it's time to rally. It's time to rally. That's true. Yeah. You may even want to like punch punch through a wall right now. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, let's go. (laughs) Sparta. Yes. Yes. Well, I want to, can I, I want to read this quote real quick. This is the last thing I have to say. Um, And this is like one of my favorite quotes and it's something that just kind of reminds me. um, And I think this will be good for other moms to just remind me of, you know, how important our job is. And it's a Charles Spurgeon quote. And it says, you are as much serving God and looking after your own children and training them up in God's fear and minding the house and making your household a church for God as you would be if you had been called to lead an army to battle for the Lord of hosts. Mm. And that is a powerful quote by Charles, Charles Spurgeon that I read often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I feel like, you know, is what I'm doing even matter? Like, does, yes, it, it, does. does it even matter? And it does. It does. It's huge work. It's kingdom work. And it's so important, even if you don't feel like it some days. Oh, man. And that just that freed so many people just now. I know that it did because they wear this albatross of, you know, do, 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 hustle till your eyes bleed, you know, grind, work, chase, get on this call, do that. And and look, we're in it. Like we've got, we have business that we run from home and there are days when I have to, I have to run like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But not without honoring my family, you know, like if I have to have a day like that, then they're going to get three more out of me. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm not going to allow for the, the divine order of my home team to be disrupted because I'm, I'm in a tunnel of a chase. So mm-hmm. it's just, it was maybe a burst in time where it had to happen, but it's not going to happen regularly. Um, the most, you know, again, the most important work we're doing is, is maintaining that home team is literally what we focus on all the time. So you're, you were perfect for the show. Uh, perfect for our audience. I know that you're going to resonate with so many people and women especially. So thank you so much, Kristen, for coming here. Uh, where can our listeners find you um, and and just consume more of the good stuff that you have to offer? Oh, you're so sweet. Thanks for having me. Um, I am, so my brain can only handle a few things. So I'm, I'm <laughs> primarily on Instagram. Um, maybe one day that'll change. Maybe when I can like hire an assistant or something. Yeah. Um, but I am 
primarily on Instagram. That's Kristen Nicole Young on Instagram. And um, I also have a podcast as well. Um, and it's called Headbands and Hard Truth. And it's anywhere you find podcasts. So I've got Instagram and a podcast. And that's about all I can handle right now. So, Well, I love it. We'll make sure to have that in the, the show notes so they can go find you. And again, Kristen, just thank you so much for being here on our show and, um, you know, sharing everything that the, the Lord has impressed upon you that, that is such a divine assignment. Um, and I know that it turned me on because it's, there are so many convicting moments in truth in what you said. So I'm positive. I'm positive that it turned our listeners on. So thank you so much, Kristen. I enjoyed this conversation where you need to continue it regularly and then also bring you back. So thank you again for being here. Thanks for having me.